Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses. By sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Joining me today is Jeff Marston, Vice President of Business Services at Comcast. Comcast Business has been a longtime supporter of Annabur Spark, and we're really thrilled that you could join us today, Jeff, and talk to us a little bit about what Comcast is up to. No, happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Great. Well, you know, one of the things is that we know that lots of people know about Comcast, lots of people know about uh, your various services and a variety of, of business lines. But, I, but maybe many of the po folks that might be listening aren't that familiar with Comcast Business. So can you give us a brief introduction about well, why the community is putting so much resources behind your work with small business? Yeah, sure. So it's small business or an even medium-sized business is one of our, or continues to be one of our fastest growing business segments. And I think, you know, small business and medium-sized businesses, they really kind of drive everything, right? So as they grow, they create more jobs and they attract more talent and more families and uh, you see the economic growth kind of come along with that and then really the, you know, as those businesses continue to grow, you see that halo, mm -hmm. you know, extend and uh, the benefits of that throughout the community and, um, you know, our products and services, you know, since this is a big part of our business, uh, really support that and, and even more so today can help small and medium-sized businesses feel a lot larger than they are and allow them to compete with businesses that have uh, much greater resources. Um, so not just in terms of being able to compete on speed, but you know, with our software-defined networks and some of the other technology that we have and allowing people to work remotely, I think is, uh, really gives them an advantage and helps to foster that. Mm. So tell me a little more about that. I mean, so, so it sounds like what you're offering to small business is a way for them to project a more professional presence, reach customers in a more dynamic way. Is that sort of, of, of what you're describing? Yeah, I would say it's exactly that. I mean, I think that you know, years ago, the technology required to do those things that you're talking about were very expensive. It had to be like in-house too, yes. right? Yes, yeah, and uh, it required a staff and you know uh, infrastructure for that type of thing. And now as things move into the cloud and uh, as our speeds continue mm -hmm. to increase year, year over year, uh, our technology evolves, um, the ability again to uh, kind of sit remotely as if you were in a, a larger business really gives them that same look and feel as if they were a very large enterprise. And of course mm -hmm. we have larger enterprises as well that sure, uh, sure. we work with. Sure. Is there special teams inside or, or a special group inside that just inside the company that just works with uh, smaller companies? Yeah, so that's, uh, we have a couple different teams. So we have some that focus more on the small, medium-sized business, and then we have some that work uh, more on the enterprise side. Mm -hmm. uh, we have national accounts that work kind of across what we consider regions and, and divisions and things like that, but that all kind of work in harmony with each other. Uh, but one other advantage that, that comes with that too, um, to piggyback off what I said before, is you know we have, uh, as parts of those teams, engineers and, and technical folks that can help you know, businesses and consult in a way that would require them to 
normally um, invest a lot of money and, mm -hmm. and resources to try and stand these things up, and it's uh, much more turnkey for us to help them do that. Do you actually help companies with thinking through how to, how to actually present their content and things like that? So we have services for that as well. I mean, we have uh, web services, we have cloud services, we have our, our spotlight arm that actually helps businesses on the advertising side. Mm -hmm. We have NBC content. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's something where we, across those uh, divisions, even work better today to help really tailor uh, whatever services we can provide to meet their needs. And again, those are uh, things that used to be reserved more for sure. larger companies and now is available to, so it's like to all you're, businesses. You're broadening the package and it's it's kind of more comprehensive for sure. a smaller business. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, obviously we know that Comcast has a presence um, throughout the U.S. Now tell us a little bit about how you as a company think about Ann Arbor, how we differentiate ourselves as an area where there's a lot of technology companies. And how do you hope to grow your presence in Ann Arbor? Well, I think that's true. I mean, Ann Arbor is a tech-rich community. I mean, I think that there's a lot of talent here. I think, you know, the university being here. I think, you know, just the small, medium, and large businesses that exist here. I think organizations like mm -hmm. Spark and uh, the data centers that we see here. Those types of, you know, incubators and co-working mm -hmm. spaces and... Uh, Willow Run, and I mean, I think that uh, Ann Arbor is really well recognized for that. It's one of our largest markets, so obviously, mm. you know, we want to support and continue to invest here. We've uh, upgraded our core network here to 100 gigs, so uh, we continue to kind of keep pace and, and actually stay in front of the, the bandwidth demands that we see in, in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll continue to invest there. I mean, again, we've got a lot of investment already here, so we want to, you know, continue that. I think um, you know the the sponsorships and the and the support. You know, we really want to align our efforts with economic development. We want to make sure that we're supporting mm -hmm. the community uh, in kind of their efforts and mm -hmm. where they're headed and where they're going. I also it's it's great that you know as we launch new products and have you know crazy ideas that there's always people in these working spaces and innovation centers that want to you know try things out uh, mm -hmm. and that helps us as well. Uh, and yeah. I think there's a, some reciprocity there as well. Mm -hmm. so well I also know you. Go, I know that Comcast is a is a consumer of new technologies as well. So I know that you, I, I have some familiarity with uh, the work that is happening around the headquarters in Philadelphia in yeah. terms of the innovation district there. That's uh, you know comparable to the kinds of things that that we're doing here. Well, you know, as as we've talked about Comcast and uh, many of of your team members have been real real supporters of our organization for many, many years, and a very, very valued supporter. Tell us why Comcast, and we talked just maybe a little bit, just a little while ago, but maybe take it a little further. Why is it that you look to partner with organizations like ours? Yeah, you know, we are as much a technology company as we are anything else, and I think you referenced it too. So last year we opened the doors to our Comcast Innovation Center, which is a you know a skyscraper in Philly that's mm -hmm. full of engineers mm -hmm. and uh, software developers, mm -hmm. and you know so we are um, as you said coming up with these new technologies as well. And I mean a, it's a great partnership mm -hmm. uh, to try and uh, find others that want to you know work with us on those things. We have venture capital teams and things like that always looking for the new. Uh, and next uh, interesting thing that mm -hmm. we might be able to acquire or help support. Um, so I think that there's a, a logical partnership there as well. Um, mm -hmm. We also keep our thumb on the pulse of the things that 
these businesses and, and um, organizations need, and I think that helps direct our efforts as well. There are a lot of innovative and interesting ideas that, that come out of these things that help, again, inform us too and, and kind of direct how we uh, develop our next products and things like that. And, and again, um, you know, this is a this is where we live and this mm -hmm. is where we work and uh, you guys are a big part of that and we want to you know support the, the right. folks that we that we uh, share that space with. Well I think one of the things that's important about it is, is that the partnership in developing it is is that we we really in terms of our mission focus on companies that are um, GDP producing so what that means for us is these are these are companies small and large that are attempting to sell goods and services outside our region, right? So mm -hmm. uh, it's important when, you're, when that's what you, those companies are doing um, that we expose them to the kind of resources that um, not only in terms of a, a technology support provider like Comcast is, uh, but the, the various financial institutions, law, law firms, other kinds of businesses that help other businesses be successful. So we think one of the things that's important for us in the partnership is, is helping our companies like we're doing today, find out about uh, what you have available and and because uh, you know, it can only help them be more successful. Yeah, you know, one of the things I think is that that goes along with that is, you know, a small um, startup mm -hmm. could begin here and leave, but still just be kind of getting off the ground. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we can do for those businesses is help them scale. Mm -hmm. You know, so where they may be a very a uh, small customer of ours at one point that doesn't require a lot but mm -hmm. uh, doesn't uh, want to invest or doesn't have the means to invest early on and really needs to get their feet under them. As they grow, we can grow with them uh, and we can also help them um, kind of consult with them and maybe show them what they may need and also connect them with partners of ours as well. Uh, and I think you just through some of that networking to it, it helps in the same way that, that you guys do couple specifics just to kind of close out our conversation. So our, one of the things that I think uh, I know that your company is working on is, is sort of how you're responding to these, uh, these new technologies around uh, what it, sort of people have attached a phrase to it, with smart cities, mm. this notion of, of how uh, city services, how uh, various things that cities do, whether it be traffic management, whether it be um, potentially connected vehicles, other things like that, um, is something that I know that the company is really involved in supporting. Okay, you, tell me a little bit about those kinds of things. Yeah, so as part of that um, innovation center I, I mentioned last year, we also launched our um, Machine Q organization and what was kind of a fringe thing before IoT, you mm -hmm. know, now I you know, hear it mm -hmm. everywhere I go and mm -hmm. um, that's something where that machine Q group is deploying uh, the LoRaWAN technology mm -hmm. to allow all these connected devices. We have, you know, partnerships with um, tons of sensor companies like uh, Eceptical and Neptune and others that are already a little more mature in that space. But mm -hmm. uh, we have these packages too that are very small that mm -hmm. allow businesses and in, in cities uh, to kind of get their feet wet with it, just so you can start to understand the technology. I think everybody has some awareness of it at this point. Uh, but how does it work? We've also um, deployed these gateways in uh, makerspaces uh, so that people that are physically creating these sensors, they can test it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one way that we've supported these um, and we've, uh, we'll do more of those. Mm -hmm. um, but they're part of that innovation uh, partnership that we have in, 
we also get a lot of different ideas uh, on how they might do agriculture or they may I was just talking to uh, someone today about uh, can you uh, measure stormwater mm. and how that comes in. So, uh, IoT I think is has really been explosive in these you know past few months in particular, and it's something that we're at, at the front of. So one of the things I, I try to do when we have these co kind of conversations is we we know an audience is at a variety of levels of knowledge. So couple things just in what you just said. Yeah. Let's let's go a little further. So when we talk about IoT, that's the that's the internet of things. Correct. Okay. That is where uh, more and more devices and sensors can be connected very cheaply and easily uh, and and data can be collected through uh, through internet connections through your technology uploaded in the cloud and it can help better decisions being made basically. And then you mentioned the particular technology that, that it, you are deploying with Machine Q. LoRaWAN. Yeah, could yeah. you explain that? A, yeah, a, so unlike a cellular signal, it's a very low range, low power uh, signal that is you know, adequate to collect this small amounts of data, mm -hmm. but lots of it. Um, you know, the sensors themselves typically have a very long battery life, mm -hmm. uh, so it's not something that you're constantly re replacing. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a very right. efficient way to, uh, to collect this data. And you know we've seen applications where it's on uh, water metering, like I said, uh, used it for parking to, you know, uh, understand where open spots are. Um, it's again agriculture is another big one um, that we've seen to uh, understand insects and mm -hmm. soil readings and things like that. So I'm never surprised by the different applications that people come with that. And, and to your point, more and more things just continue to get connected to the internet. Uh, in the smart city thing, uh, not just the vehicle, the infrastructure, right. but all those different different applications that uh, this can be used for are, are just continuing to grow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, what I what I learned because I know I, I had the opportunity to uh, participate in a session that you had with some of the people involved in the machine Q effort is is you're really trying to show that this is a facilitating technology so that startups, other companies can say, well, how can I use that facilitating technology? What kind of applications or what kind of sensors or, or things can I do with the fact that now this, this is available to me to connect more and more sensors and devices yeah. uh, in that way? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, we try to make the entry very easy. Uh, you know, apart from just allowing people in these uh, co-working spaces and maker spaces to, to understand the technology that way, but if we can, you know, even if we were to deploy one gateway uh, and help with some of the sensors, mm -hmm. it, you know, communities and, and businesses can get understanding actually how the technology works, where mm -hmm. today it may be, you know, theoretically they understand it, but okay, well, really, how does it work? Mm -hmm. And what do the dashboards look like? And, sure. and that kind of thing. And then that's another one that I think can scale very easily as the understanding grows. Great. Well, uh, I really appreciate you taking some time out today to visit with us. And we look forward to our continued partnership. Oh, likewise. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks again for having us here today. For more information about Ann Arbor Spark, you can find us on the web at annarborusa.org and also at Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more information about Comcast Business, visit business.comcast.com. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.